What is up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Ray Loves Movies. My name is Ray. As always, in this episode, I am going to review the movie Downsizing. Uh, one of two kind of, at least the trailers made it look this way, two comedic movies that uh, Matt Damon was in. Matt Damon. Uh, one of which was... Uh, as like Suburbicon, which I didn't get around to seeing, uh, directed by uh, George Clooney, I believe, and um, didn't get to go see it. wasn't rated well, uh, but then this this new one, Downsizing, came out. Also looked good by the trailer. Uh, the premise is uh, people. A new technology is discovered that can help shrink people. Uh, and for the purpose of saving the environment, we are less impactful on the environment. But also, you it's somehow, because everything's smaller, uh, your money's worth a lot more. So that's kind of the premise of the film. Let me read the... IMDB synopsis here, if it loads, which I forgot to do for Star Wars. Um, but yeah, the movie, the movie itself, I it was okay. It's definitely long. Uh, oh come on, it's like two hours twenty minutes or something like that. Um, a lot of the buildup for the movie is like a like the first probably hour is kind of the setup for the, them discovering the technology and then kind of setting up the uh, Matt Damon character and, um, you know, following the kind of from the inception of the technology to kind of the first after the first five years and after the first 15 years. Uh, so here's the, here's the IMDB synopsis for downsizing. A social satire in which a guy realizes uh, he would have a better life if he were to shrink himself. Uh, this was directed and written by Alexander Payne. That does, it's a name that sounds familiar. But um, offhand, let's see what else he's done. Uh so I guess Nebraska, I never really saw that. Uh, election sideways was good. So he's done some good things. Um, yeah, I don't know. The movie and the movie wasn't bad. The movie was okay. Uh, it was interesting. I mean, like part of it is you know these visual gags of him being, you know, tiny. So visually, it's not. It's like it's very much like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but more for. I guess adults are just more for a wider range of an audience than just kids. Like honey, I shrunk the kids is more of just a kid's movie, family movie. Uh, this one's, you know, I mean, anybody can go see it. There's not really, uh, anything too risque, uh, necessarily in it. Uh, a couple bad words, but yeah, I don't know. The movie kind of goes everywhere. It's almost like a Gulliver's travels kind of a story where, <sighs> Like the point of the movie is the like the the message that they're trying to get across is the point of the movie. There's no real character points like what he's supposed to be doing. 
why he's doing what he's doing. Um. So anyway, so as the trailer, so it starts off, you know, the scientist discovers he shrinks a, a mouse, and then you know, five years later, whatever, he's doing this thing. The doctor shrunk himself along with a a community, a small community of people, to see, you know, if it would be feasible. Uh, and then like slowly it gets rolled out to where ten years they have like, you know, this uh, leisure land. It's this whole community set up in in uh, New Mexico um, where they have like it's just like this community with a big net over it to keep bugs and birds out. And uh, I don't know. There was like a lot of world building, a lot of world building without a whole lot going on, pretty much. Because there's this leisure land, there's the normal people, and then there's like the politics between the, the normal-sized people and the shrunk people where normal-sized people think that they should have to pay uh, more taxes because they're not contributing as much to, you know, they're only contributing a fraction to the economy. A lot of the jobs are gone because, you know, there's no need for... So it's like it's very much a, a commentary on like kind of a lot of things that are are kind of going on now in a way but i i I don't know if like the the premise or the hook of everything being shrunken takes away from that i'm not exactly sure it's just like it was a movie that was okay and then by the end of it i was like i don't need to see it again there were some funny parts like he you know there's the all the the workers of leisure land they're like you know it's they're all mexican and or just uh all non-white people basically uh and they are they live outside leisure land there's like a hole in the wall of leisure land that you go out and then they've got like this giant you know housing complex for all the the poor people and you know he meets so there's this like news story on the on the television of these uh of like governments using this shrinking technology for bad. So basically like, you know, any kind of prisoners or people they want to quiet, they just, you know, they shrink them. Uh, and there's this one character from Vietnam and super thick accent, uh, this, this female character. And you know, it's just like, it's pretty much her and Matt Damon for a lot of the movie. And their, like, relationship doesn't really make sense because he wants to help fix her foot because he's, like, you know, he was in, back when he was a, a full-size person, he, he was once a, a, a workplace, uh, somebody that helps people from chronic injuries at work. Forget what the technical title of his job was. Um, so he wants to help her fix her shoe because, I don't know, it's just, like, there's a lot of characters that are kind of put together loosely and for whatever reason they have this like strong bond despite not really having a reason to have a bond and they go on this trip to go meet the original uh shrunken people and they've gone even further with it and and it's just i don't know it's like it's hard to explain everything that's going on like it's a movie it's hard to like even know how to like recommend it or not recommend it to people or like when would be a good situation to watch this movie 
I mean, I guess if it's streaming, you could throw it on, but I guarantee it's almost like a few movies. Like this show, this movie would have been done, would have been done way better, I think, as like a miniseries, like an HBO miniseries, where they could have explore the different parts of it. They still can have the budget to where they can, you know, have everything big and small and play around with that whole gag of like, you know, shrunken stuff and and big stuff. And I mean, the trailer made made me. F- think i was going into more of a comedy than i was and there were a lot of like comedic moments but it's definitely like trying to give put this message across that you know we're all kind of fucked (laughs) i guess i don't even know what the message was of the movie i mean i guess it's like we're all fucked in a way it's just like our our inability to think long term is, you know, the ultimate downfall. But then it also like it has a commentary on so many things, like just how movements can turn into cults and how, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. I wasn't ultimately da- like disappointed with the movie, you know, expecting it to be a comedy and then. It turning out to be what it turned out to be. I mean, the the whole thing, like, the trailer spoils that the wife, his wife doesn't get shrunk. So it's like that whole moment, like, leading up to it, I already know that she's not going to go with him. So, like, the first 45 minutes of this movie where they're trying to set everything up, and then now he has this wife that he's going to go do this thing with. I just think it would have been... It would have been way better as, like, a three-part miniseries. Totally would have been better to three... Like, the first part, you do, you know, all the setup of this technology, and then you build the relationship with Matt Damon and his wife, and, you know, you end... You know, first off, don't have that trailer. You end the first episode of the three-part miniseries with her changing her mind, right? So then you start the next episode of the miniseries with him like adjusting to this new thing and he meets these new characters in leisure land uh you know he kind of goes through the divorce which they skim over like he gets a divorce in this thing because she doesn't end up going and then because of the divorce he ends up getting screwed so now instead of living in this giant mansion he's like living in an apartment and working a stupid telemarketing job in leisure land so he went from basically being a rich retired person so she totally fucks him which but it's all like glossed over so they could have put like second episode kind of give the conclusion of that how he's dealing with this new land and they explore leisure land more you know and then he meets this uh you know then you can kind of introduce his neighbor and and the uh the you know the refugee person that he meets that you know she loses a leg and he wants to fix her foot her prosthetic foot you know kind of build that up and then the third episode have them going on this journey to meet the the original trunken people and you know then you have the storyline of them wanting to do the arc in this like you know community underground kind of a thing like, it, it could have easily been, like, a three-part miniseries and would have been, you know, flesh out a little bit some of the ideas. Like, a three-part, each episode, 
could easily have been like an hour, hour and a half. Like three 90-minute episodes would have been amazing. I think then I think it was just they were trying to do say way too much in this like super high concept movie idea and just, you know, and then they probably had like four hours of a movie that they tried to whittle down to, you know, two and a half hours. Let me see if it says on here uh what the uh what the runtime was on that uh two hours and 15 minutes so yeah i think it totally could have uh hong chow played knock lan tran who was and just like it's kind of weird her being a main character with a super thick vietnamese accent for like the whole movie for majority of the movie you have this character with a super thick um you know accent but yeah, as a as as a movie, not great. But if it was turned into, if it was made as a HBO three part miniseries, ninety minutes each, uh, that would have been amazing. That would have been an amazing thing to watch. But trying to fit it into two hours and fifteen minutes, uh, I think it hurt it a lot. So it was trying to say too much. It was like, or if, or to make it a movie, you got to cut out so much of your you know your meta commentary and focus more on a singular plot because it goes from one thing to another thing to another thing and it never really it's never really a payoff really you know so the movie was okay downsizing you know, if you're interested, if you see the trailer, which kind of spoils the first, you know, feels like hour of the movie. Like, I don't know, it spoils like kind of something that would have been at least interesting. A moment where you find out that she fucking ditches him and then she ends up fucking. T- it's weird because it's like it's it's like the beginning of the movie where they're setting everything up and then it shows that like they're kind of following you know, it's it's it goes through three different timelines. Like there's the base timeline, then five years later, then ten years later, and then you're kind of in it from the ten years later on. Actually, even then, there's still jumps. But like within that, you're following Matt Damon living with his like the technology beginning, then Matt Damon living with his mom, and then his mom's dead, and now he's married, and it's played by Kristen Wiig, who's like you know kind of a bigger name in this movie. But then, you know, once she fucks him over, she's pretty much gone. She's like, you know, her one eyebrow shaved scene where she's on the phone telling him that, you know, the scene from the trailer. It's like, that's the last time you see her. And then you find out that she fucks him over and takes everything because he's in an apartment. Um, So maybe they cut a bunch of her stuff out, but like. Her, that whole thing was pretty much useless because the the whole the whole thing that she does is in the trailer. So it's like you know she's gonna fuck him over, maybe not to the extent where she takes everything, but you know she's gonna fuck him over. And like if that had been fleshed out more in like a an hour and a half miniseries, and that was the end of it, her her kind of doing this thing and then you start the next episode where he's you know signing the divorce papers and living in the apartment and they kind of give a little you know they flesh that out a little bit more but i don't know you would have had to like just eliminate so much of that and would have had to just been him 
going in, if you wanted to make this just a movie and make it good, you'd have to like, yeah, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be tough. Cause it just seems like they had a huge movie and they, they cut it down. It still didn't work. And it was still too long. Like that movie should have been, if it was going to be a comedy or something like that, like an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, and then you, you pick one of the plots. You pick one of the messages, like forget the original people or the fact that the world's going to die anyway. Just make it like a love story or whatever about Matt Damon and this other chick and, you know, have all the gags and have all the things and just like how can they survive, you know, I don't know. But then that would have been super cookie cutter and, and boring. Um, but, yeah, so... That's that's my review of downsizing. Uh, kind of disappointing. I'm looking forward to seeing Suburbicon, uh, whether it ends up being good or not. Oh, here's a little patrol cop. Let's see if he stops me in the parking lot. Uh, if you want to recommend a movie for me to watch, please do so on Twitter. I'm at Ray Taylor on Twitter. If you have... Uh, yeah, any recommendations on that? Sometimes I'll do polls where if you want to uh of movies that that's what i did i had uh the shape of water jumanji and downsizing and downsizing one so i went and saw downsizing uh, i'm about to go see the shape of water because i hear good things i'm not a huge fan of guillermo del toro i love that he has a unique visual style i'm just like his movies have never been you know pan's labyrinth was pretty good uh, I don't give a shit about Hellboy. Um, I know there's other things that he's done that I, you know, I, I appreciate what he does. I'm just not a fan of his movies necessarily, but I've heard good things about this one and I'm going to go watch that. Um, but yeah, you can recommend stuff. If you want to check out, uh, any of my artwork that I do, I have an ongoing, uh, abstract portrait series i also do photoshop work for ari fear sometimes for his pod for his podcast and different shows that he does you can check out all that stuff over on instagram uh it's at ray taylor on instagram uh and then i'm gonna i'm actually gonna start doing more photoshops for people just so i can just do them regularly um you know because now that i'm not doing the inspired disorder podcast regularly uh I need to keep my Photoshop skills tight. Uh, so you can check those out on Instagram. And if you want to purchase any of my artwork, you can go to inspiredisorder.com. And there's the many faces. There's a link to subscribe to this on YouTube, on iTunes, everywhere podcasts are found. Ray Loves Movies is the name of the show. Uh, yeah. So if you have any recommendations for movies, especially it's holiday season, um, you know, it's all the, the nominated movies. I'm going to try and see as many as I can. If I hear good things about them on other podcasts, then I'm going to try and check them out. Uh, but it's just, you know, trying to fit movie watching and reviewing into my schedule, um, can be a little tricky. And I know it's going to be, there's going to be a whole lot of horrible things coming out November and February. Uh, so we'll, uh, there's going to be plenty of time for me to like catch up and review, uh, stuff on Netflix that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I tried to watch the Bright movie with Will Smith on Netflix, and it is bad. It is bad. And it's weird that people are saying that it's at all good. 
Uh, but I'm going to try and maybe watch that and just dig into it and talk shit about it. Um, so look forward to that on upcoming episodes as well as uh, The Shape of Water, which I'm going to watch right now. And then most likely I'll watch, I'll end up watching uh, uh, Jumanji. I might end up watching that just because it looks fun. And then uh, All the Money in the World, I'm sure I'll end up watching because I'm sure, I know it's been nominated for some stuff. So we'll see. We'll see when those come out. But as soon as I record them, they will be out that day. Uh, so thank you all for watching and listening. Make sure you share the episodes with your friends. Get some listeners. Get some stuff going on. Do whatever you have to do. Uh, but go out and watch some movies. Go to the theater, watch some movies, and enjoy it. Uh, and if you're somebody that watches movies a lot and wants to save some money, I highly recommend uh, MoviePass. They're not a sponsor, but that's what I use. Ten bucks a month. You'll watch pretty much every movie out, unless it's in 3D or, or something like that. Uh, but all the standard screenings you can watch, no problem. Uh, so that's it. That's it for this episode of Ray Loves Movies. Have a great week. Enjoy your show. Peace out, bitches. Uh.